Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Hi, uh, welcome back to our descent. Let me start over again. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to our discussion about Ruth. How about that? Um, we are talking about Ruth chapter two, and we're on our second day of that today. Um, we're going to read and kind of discuss Ruth chapter two, verses eight through 16. Um, we, just as a little reminder, we've just been introduced to Boaz. Um, and Ruth is out gleaning in the fields. So, Terry. So Boaz said to Ruth, my daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field and don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. Watch the field where the men are harvesting and follow along after the women. I have told the men not to lay a hand on you. And whenever you are thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars the men have filled. At this, she bowed down with her face to the ground, and she asked him, Why have I found such favor in your eyes that you notice me, a foreigner? Boaz replied, I've been told all about what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, how you left your father and mother in your homeland and came to live with the people you did not know before. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. May I continue to find favor in your eyes, my Lord, she said. You have put me at ease by speaking kindly to your servant, though I do not have the standing of one of your servants. At mealtime, Boaz said to her, come over here, have some bread and dip it in the wine vinegar. When she sat down with the harvesters, he offered her some roasted grain. She ate all she wanted and had some left over. As she got up to glean, Boaz gave orders to his men, let her gather among the sheaves and don't reprimand her. Even pull out some stalks for her from the bundles and leave them for her to pick up and don't rebuke her. Well, that's quite a first date, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Come, have some roasted grain. <laughs> you could have done it for me. Yeah, no chocolate. Yeah. Sorry. No chocolate, chocolate, yeah. yeah. Mm, I don't know. I love some quinoa. Yeah, that's well, true. I'm thinking they're getting so chickpeas. I think they're getting um, hummus. Actually, one of the commentaries suggested, because I'm like, just dip it in vinegar? <laughs> but um, they suggested that it was actually like hummus. So I'm down for that too. Yeah, Sounds me good. too. All day, mm-hmm. right? Add a little garlic paste with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Get it. Whew. Anyway, maybe I need some lunch. So yeah. anyway, let's go back. Okay, so um, Boaz is all about protecting Ruth and providing for her, mm-hmm. but she doesn't even know it really. I mean, she knows a little bit, but she doesn't know the extent that he is. Right. Because he goes and talks to the to the 
people who are working for him and the men working for him saying, yeah. you know, leave this out here leave this available for her. Mm-hmm. And then he tells her, just stay in my field, you know, don't go anywhere mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Stay here. You'll be good. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you're thirsty, go get a drink from the jars that the men have filled, yeah. which in and of itself shows that Boaz does things a little bit differently because usually right. the water jars and jugs would be filled by the women. Mm-hmm. But he says, yeah. my men have filled these. So he is, I mean, he's taking care of not just um, Ruth, but all of his women oh. servants. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about that. If they're out in these fields, and I'm not sure how dangerous this territory is, but I wonder if he's saying, don't go off on your own to a place to get water, right? Just go to the place where you're protected by the community, where we've already filled the jugs for everybody, right? I wonder if one of the reasons the men were filling those jugs is because it was not particularly safe for a woman to be walking off and going and getting water on her own. May, I don't know. Maybe. I, don't know. I hadn't thought about that. I didn't but he either. does he does tell his men not to even touch her. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, just the whole situation of a woman alone. Right. And in a foreign land and with no man to protect her. It, it's kind of a vulnerable position that she's in. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and one was, of the commentaries I read said, it, you know, it could have been, you know, don't molest her. But it also could have been, you know, don't yell at her because he says don't, don't do rebuke her yeah. and all that. So, um, and I, I, I just kind of think maybe there were some other gleaners out there that maybe didn't like the fact that this new girl has right. come to glean in their field and they may have been mean to her, you know, and, and I think that's a part of his protection. If he, she went to a different field, maybe she wouldn't have that protection either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking about the protection too, it's like he addressed her as my daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. It's, yeah. it's that he brought her. He didn't just see her as one of his workers. She was part of his family. Part of his family. That's something yeah. she didn't have. Yeah, she was with Naomi, and she was part of her family. But she had just left hers. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, I, I think that does speak to the fact that he acknowledged that there's some greater relationship there. Mm-hmm. Um, because he certainly knows who Naomi is to him, mm-hmm. that she's a relative. Mm-hmm. Right. And he recognizes all that she has given up, that she has sacrificed for Naomi. Yeah. He even says, um, you know, he says, may the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Mm-hmm. So he recognizes that not only has she sacrificed so much for Naomi, but that she is now part of the fellowship of God's yeah. people. Yeah. And, you know, recognizes that she is under the God of Israel, the one true God. And mm-hmm. she's chosen the one true God. Yes. Yeah. She's forsaken her religion and her people. Um, for God and for Naomi. It just, it just reminds me how God calls us sons and daughters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How he welcomes, welcomes us into his family. Mm-hmm. How do you think she, I mean, obviously she's very surprised, right? Um, but why? Because she's like, she bows down with her face to the ground. To and um, that's, that's a pretty gigantic sign of respect and reverence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Ernie like, didn't get that with me. No, <laughs> sorry. Oh, poor Greg either. I haven't done that for Dan either. No, <laughs> hasn't happened here. Although I will say, in, there are times when I call him my lord. 
<laughs> I make him popcorn and I bring mm. him his popcorn in his bowl. I do bow down and hand it to him and say, my Lord. <laughs> I might bow down if I like drop a kernel of corn. I'm like, where is that in the carpet? You know? <laughs> oh my, oh. how surprised would our husbands be if that was, if we did that? Yeah. Yeah. What are you up to? He's like, where are you? What? (laughs) (laughs) They Chris be like, are you, are you ill? What's happening here? (laughs) Having an episode. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, anyway, obviously Ruth is very surprised by the reaction of Boaz, but why do you think she responded in the way that she did? She's humble. All that humility that you were talking about. Her response isn't filled with pride. I think she's overwhelmed, overwhelmed to think that, you know, she could have come to Bethlehem under the circumstances that she did and that God would be this good to her, that he would provide for her through Boaz. Um, I I think it's just an overwhelming thing. Somebody does something like that for you, you know, that's your reaction is to just throw yourself down. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, she even brought it up again, but I, I think we need to keep in mind she's a Moabitess. Yeah. She's a foreigner. She's a part of a um a people group that the Israelites are are not friends with. They're, they don't like them. They're yeah. enemies basically. In fact, they've been told don't, yeah. you know, don't and, have anything to do with them. Yeah. And so I think his words um, you know, stay here, glean in my field only, blah blah blah. I think those are um, words of acceptance from him and in her position as a foreigner, widow, blah, 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 that, that acceptance um, probably washing over her like a balm, mm-hmm. like relief. And um, I, I just see a big sigh of, oh, you know, rest and peace yeah. coming from that. Mm-hmm. I, I went through a, a period where I, I, I was in some of the groups and I go, I'm God's favorite. And then people look up and go, you can't keep favorites. You can't, I mean, like people come in <laughs> with all those verses, but it, it wasn't like in the human thought of favorite. It was more like um, favor, certainly the favor, but, but thinking about what it would be like to walk into a room and see the look on someone's face. And you, they were like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, you're the one I wanted to see. Mm. And to be able to picture Jesus, who is a representation of God. And in here, Boaz is often seen as a representation of Jesus. Mm-hmm. To be have him, you walk into a place or you've been doing your thing, and then God says, you are favored. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the one I've been looking for. You're the person. You know, and, and I think all of us can have that sense because it's not, Boaz wasn't excluding other people. It's just he was giving her the favor on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes we think, oh, like favorite does imply that like all my brothers and sisters aren't going to get what I get, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But this is different. When God hands out his favor and his grace, he's talking to you. You are the person he wants to see. The look on his face his tenderness towards you. I just keep picturing that is Jesus's face similar to what was going on probably with Boaz. This kindness, this tenderness is like, oh, finally you're here. You're someone who, who's very special to me. 
you're my daughter. If we could start seeing Jesus looking at us like that, imagine how things would change for us. We walk out in the world knowing that we are beloved. And, and if uh, we could say, oh, we have favor, but just because we believe in him, not because it's not, and it's not the prosperity gospel or anything like that. We, we have a prosperity of his love, of his peace. Like you were saying, Suzanne, you know, his peace, his joy. He lavishes that on us. He makes sure we have more than enough, which is exactly what Boaz did mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. I love this picture as I started really putting myself in that picture with Jesus. That's good. good. But he does that. He's done it through the Bible. Mary was favored. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I don't even know what to say after that. Yeah, that was pretty (laughs) awesome. I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, Rosemary, do you want to just pray for us? Yeah. Okay. Dear Lord, we just... Thank you. We thank you so much, God, that you look at us with favor, with tenderness, with kindness. God, we just pray that everyone listening to this has that opportunity to really fully experience that. That it's not just a thought, but that it's, they can actually experience your love and your favor, God. Because this is your grace. This comes through the Holy Spirit, Lord. They're, um, just to know that we are your beloved, Lord. And uh, we just pray that we have the humility that Ruth does, mm-hmm. the faithfulness that Ruth does, God. And we pray that we can look to the poor and we can give them favor. We, you know, those who are not, who are in need, Lord, that we um, look at that as an opportunity to show your love to other people, God, um, and care for them personally. Lord, we just praise you and we just thank you in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>